The following broadcast may result in feelings such as the want to be a Karen, undeniable offendedness, and the sudden urge to search for a safe place. If you experience any of those feelings during this broadcast, well, I really don't care, because here we discuss just about everything. From the nastiest of sex, to politics, to religion, down to that one night stand that just won't leave you alone all the way up to that relationship you've been in for 10 years and still can't figure it out. No topic is too messy. So, if you're that family member that gets invited to social gatherings and told to behave, this is the place for you. Sit back, relax, grab a drink, and welcome to Kate Unfiltered. What is going on, y'all? It's your girl Kate here. I know it has been a minute, but I am back. I am better than ever. And we have a lot to talk about, all right, guys? So pretty much since the last time that I've spoken to y'all, the world has flipped upside down, to say the least. And I feel like there's a lot to cover. So I'm going to do my best to sift through the shit show that has happened in the past, I don't know, month and a half. And uh, let's dive right into it. So Biden is now the president of the United States. Y'all, I, I wish I could say I'm surprised, but I'm not. I'm, I'm really not. Um. I know a lot of us held on to faith there with Trump and, and you know, thought that the Patriots would, would prevail. But, but here's the thing, guys. Here's something that we really have to realize. When you have the power to influence an election the way that this election was influenced, it doesn't matter how loud we yell. It doesn't matter how many stairs we storm that the outcome is going to be manipulated. And I think that's what people need to be the most scared of at this point. It's the fact that no matter how loud our voices get, the outcome is still manipulated. It's still fabricated. Um, and I, I think that it's sad how many people right now in America, just Americans in general, we're being pit against each other. Um, and I, I've talked about this in the past, guys, about how we, you know, we need to stop looking at each other as the enemy and start looking at it as the American people to the government. That, that's where it was failed. We were failed by the government. It doesn't necessarily mean that all people in the government are failing us, but a big majority of our government right now is failing us as the American people. And, and it breaks my heart that I'm seeing still, even after you know people on the left who voted for Biden got what they wanted, the hate and, and just wretchedness in their heart continues to just spread everywhere. It, it's it's saddening. And I think that when you have all this talk right now, everything from, oh, well, get a new personality Trump supporters, first of all, let's clarify something. Supporting a president is not a personality trait. Now, we can be very passionate about that, but we can also understand, okay, he lost, which we don't really believe happened, but the, the outcome in which we have is that Biden is now the president. Okay, we get that. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to be upset about what happened. You know, we, we don't feel like it was fairly done. Um, I also want to talk a little bit, guys, on this whole ideology of these re-educational programs that we're hearing about. And I feel like if you guys are not familiar with this, you need to go research this um, and really kind of familiarize yourself with the discussion that is being had on that particular topic. For those that don't know, there's a lot of conversation happening with pretty substantial members of our government. This isn't just something that's on Twitter or on Facebook or that we saw on YouTube. This is something that is an open dialogue happening amongst some very influential members of our government. 
of re-education programs being instilled um, for people who voted for Trump. Now, guys, I don't know if that sounds like something familiar to y'all. Um, anyone remember the Nazis? Anyone? Anyone remember uh, concentration camps? I don't. I don't know if that uh, that rings any bells with anyone. Um, but that's very much what this whole quote unquote program sounds like. You guys, you can look at the whole history, I guess you could say, of the past six months. All right. We've got everything has been so strategically placed. Like it's terrifying to me. It is absolutely terrifying to me. We've got COVID that happened, which completely took control of the media, gave media all the power in the world to manipulate what we see, what we hear, what we know. And then, which planted this whole section for this vaccine. Oh, well, we've got to give you this vaccine. We've got to, we've got to do this. We've got to do that. Oh, well, now we have all this talk of, oh, well, we need to be able to know that some people have gotten the virus vaccine. So we're going to start implanting digital passports into people who have gotten this vaccine and know they're safe. Guys, we're literally having open conversations about being microchipped, microchipped, which has now led into conversations of re-education programs. Um, and a lot of people say, oh, well, comparing it to, to Hitler is so far extreme. I, I want you guys to think about something. A lot of you probably know who Hitler is. A lot of you probably don't know who Joseph Goebbels is. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, so I probably butchered it. Um, he was Hitler's right-hand man when it came to the media. Um, for those of you who are unfamiliar with him, he basically was the man that was in charge of shifting Hollywood, everything that was mainstream media in that time frame to create the narrative that Jewish people were bad. And that's what created this underlying movement that grew into the tragic, disgusting thing that it became was his implementation and his role in implementing this narrative into the regular everyday routine of the people. And so when people say, oh, you guys are so obsessed with the media, it's not the media, the media is telling us the truth. No, we are literally repeating history. And that goes even deeper than just right to left, guys. Look at this whole, you know, black narrative. I've never seen more black people actively for segregation in my life. You wonder how that happened. You had an entire leftist narrative. They got really smart and they said, okay, we have to make them think this is their idea. How can we, how can we create a platform for them to segregate themselves intentionally? They succeeded at that. The, the fact that we, we don't see this is scary. Um, and I know there are many of us that do. Usually, if you're, if you're probably listening to my podcast, then you probably see it perfectly fine. Um, but the fact that we do have a huge amount of numbers that are defending these ideologies that are for these ideologies merely because of the fact that they don't like someone else's opinion. Guys, when I tell you that we have dark times ahead, <laughs> I, I, I really don't want to feed into that, that narrative because I think that it can be extremely toxic in a lot of ways. But at the end of the day, the fact that we have the youth of today, not even just the older generation. I've seen 16, 14, 18-year-olds that wholeheartedly believe that this is right. They're, they're being raised in a time right now where this dialogue of censoring other people if they oppose your mindset is how you deal with opposing views. 
That's what they're being taught. So the youth of tomorrow is physically being fed. Oh, someone doesn't agree with you, cancel them. Someone doesn't agree with you, send them death threats. Someone doesn't agree with you, we'll just put them in rehabilitation programs until they think exactly like you. That is the world they are growing up in. So to me, that's what I'm the most terrified of, is the fact that we have absolutely no idea what we are breeding for tomorrow. And though we may know that, our government, some of our government, very well knows that we see that. And they're fighting against it with us, but not enough of an influence to obviously win that fight. Um, Now, I also will say, I've seen a lot of internal patriot hate here recently as well. I see a lot of quote-unquote patriots standing up and saying, well, if you're not, you know, yelling this and yelling that and, and going against the man, blah, 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 you're not a real patriot. I'm going to explain something to you guys, okay? And I don't know if I have any vets listening. If I do, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Leave it in the comment section somewhere. But I'm pretty sure when you're tactical, when you're making a plan of attack or influence, you don't announce to the enemy what you're doing. And what I don't think a lot of these people who are passionate, y'all are passionate patriots, and I love that about you. However, you realize that when you say, this is what we're going to do, and this is, we're going to do this, and I got this, and I got this gun, and I got that gun, and I got da 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 you're literally laying out a blueprint of every means of defense, every mode of action that you are going to take if necessary, which then you might feel really tough in that moment. You might feel really strong. You might feel like you've got it all figured out and that, oh, I've made my claim known. No, what you did was you made yourself a really easy target. You let the enemy know exactly what you were going to do, when you were going to do it, and how much of a threat you actually are. So if this ever got to that point, I'm personally going to probably go hang out with the people that have been keeping their mouth shut. Because if you don't know what someone's going to do, the fear of the unknown is so much more powerful than having a blueprint of exactly what you're walking into. So for those of y'all that might be getting frustrated with people that decided to get quiet, those of us that decided to kind of reserve to ourselves, it's not that we turned our back on our country. We just got smart with strategy. So remember that. Okay, the best strategy is on a need to know basis. And I'm not saying you need to come up with a plan. I'm not saying you need to build a militia. None of that. I'm not saying any of that. Because let's be honest, guys, this is going to go one of two ways. All right, we're either going to start the next revolutionary war and it's going to be a fucking shit show. All right. Or this is going to be like every other trend in America that happens. And it breaks my heart to say it, but it's true. All right, guys, look at this whole situation that we had when it was, you know, uh, what was it, uh, Stand for the Children or Voices for the Children or something, Save Our Children. Where has that been? Anyone heard about that recently? That was all we talked about for about a month and a half. And then it died. The media fed us some, oh, well, they found this group and they found that group enough to keep us satisfied. And we moved right the fuck along. I haven't heard jack shit about that in a long time. So in my head, yes. Am I concerned for the tensions in this nation? Absolutely. Do I think that there is potential for a revolutionary war? Absolutely. Do I think that Texas is going to secede before that happens? Absolutely. My fellow Texans, where are you at? But I'm also not naive to the fact that this happens all the time. We get real passionate about something, 
And I, I love my Americans. I love my hardworking Americans. But some of us are lazy as hell, all right? We, we get on our social medias and we yell and we scream. And then, oh, you know, so, I'm good. I'm good. Let, let's just keep rolling with it. And we'll wait the next four years, vote someone else in, and it'll be like, this never happened. And that, for me, I think is what is the most daunting about it. Now, yes, we're always going to have another day. The sun will come up. It will go down, and we will, we will go amongst our days. But at the same time, guys, that's kind of what you have to think about right now. All right? I've had a lot of y'all ask me, well, Kate, why? And I just kind of explained why I haven't been as loud as I've been about this and, and given my input on it. Frankly, y'all, I'm, I'm chilling. And the reason why I'm chilling is not because I'm not worried. It's not because I don't care. It's because of the fact that I have a strong belief that it does not, sometimes someone has to hear something 500 times before they get it. And even though it may feel like we have all exhausted our voices and we made our points and we've tried bringing people to reason, you might be only the 98th time they're hearing it. So I've come to the conclusion then I'm probably not going to be yelling at those people anymore. If they want to have educated conversations, if they want to come to me and have those conversations, I'll have them. But you have to let some people just learn from their own decisions. They made their bed, let them lay in it. And that's why I'm just chilling. If if these people wanted Biden in, which I, I don't think was the case, because let's be honest, if the American people voted you in, you would have not needed the security level that man had for an online inauguration. I'm just saying, I'm saying the truth here. All right, let's be real. All right? If you were that concerned about a backlash, if the people voted you in, you wouldn't be worried about that. But for real, y'all, it, for the people that did vote him into office, okay, the man has made a fool of himself in the first week in office. Let's be real. Let's be real. The amount of jobs that he has taken away left people without work, and his response was, just get another job. <laughs> the amount, you want to talk about privilege. Whoo, it must be real nice sitting in that killery protected home right there. You know, now that must be real snazzy. Or you can go up and kiss your granddaughter on the mouth like it's not nothing and no one blinks an eye at you. Bless your heart. I, I, sh- what a life you must live. Go get another job. Well, sir, uh, it's due to your mandates and you wanted to keep everyone locked down that we can't just go get a job. It's not that simple. Um, and I, I think, I don't know if y'all been seeing it. I've been seeing it. I've been seeing it sitting here sipping my tea with a little bit of whiskey in it. Just saying, you know what? Oh, oh, that's so sad, isn't it? Oh, oh, he's talking to you too. Oh, that's so sad. Mm, my heart hurts for you. It really does. It's almost, it's almost as if someone warned you about that. That's right. We did. You told us to go fuck ourselves. Some of us, you told us to go kill ourselves. But hey, you made your bed, you can lay in it. And that's kind of where I'm at right now, y'all. You, some people have to learn on their own. And though it hurts me to see a fellow American hurting, sometimes it's got to get uglier before it gets better. And I have no idea where this is going to go. I don't know how bad this is going to get. I don't know how deep-rooted this is. I think we know a fraction of the truth. If that, we know a fraction of the fraction of the truth. Okay, and I think that it's going to take a serious shit show before the American people. We've got real comfy. We've gotten real comfortable. Okay, and I think that we're going to need a little bit of a shock, a little bit of a big change here to realize just how good we had it with a certain orange man bad me up. 
I'm just like, oh, that's just me. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm the one that thinks that way. Maybe not. But that's kind of where I'm at with it. I'm not going to drag this one out. I just wanted y'all to know I'm still here. I'm still family. And I'm still with y'all. But we've, we've got a lot coming in the next couple of years. And uh, <laughs> I say that, but we'll see. We'll see how long Sleepy Joe is doing his thing. Do I think that eventually he will step down and Kamala will step up? I do. I do. That terrifies the living hell out of me. I also want to talk about something real quick. You know, I've been seeing a lot of people say, oh, we made history, guys. We did it. We made history. We have a woman vice president. Does no one remember Sarah Palin? Like, if that was something that y'all really wanted, y'all realize you could have done that. You could have made history with Sarah Palin. But, oh, wait, she was Republican. We don't want a Republican woman. We want a Democratic woman. Talk about female empowerment. You know what? We're going to pick and choose what you can think and believe, and then maybe we'll give you validation, but the exact same party that's preaching feminism, the exact same party that's preaching, oh, we, we want to empower women. Well, we just want to empower some women, not all of them, just the ones that think in the ideology that we want them to. Seems a little hypocritical to me, if you ask me, but it is what it is. Um, it, <laughs> I could go on and on and on about the hypocrisy, y'all. I really could. And I, I, I know you guys see them. I know you guys have probably been talking about them for the past couple of months. But that's the thing that y'all need to be the most scared of. More than anything in this world right now. Okay? More in this nation. There's a lot of scary shit out there in the world that we have, haven't even experienced. And we're damn lucky to not have experienced it. But for real, that's what I think we need to be the most concerned as a nation right now. We are currently living in an America where we can have blatant contradictions. Blatant hypocrisy. And I'm not talking about little shit. I'm talking about some big stuff. All right? Some very impactful, life-influential stuff. And it's almost as if that, that's just the new normal. That's, cancel culture is the new normal. That's it. Censorship, the new normal. Freedom of speech, yeah, that's gone. Let's not act like that's a thing. Like, mm -mm. the amount of times I've had videos taken down, been banned, the censorship is out there blatantly. Your First Amendment right is no more. And it, it's sad how comfortable some people are with that right now. Because here's, here's the thing, okay? There's a specific group of individuals right now that's getting a lot of favoritism. They're feeling special. Oh, look, we, we back the right side. We back the right side. And until that side doesn't need you anymore. And that was proven, y'all, with BLM. Okay? Does everyone remember when BLM was back in Kamala and back in Joe and all the things? And all, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want them. We want them. Within the first, what, two weeks of it even being a thing that Joe could potentially really do this thing? He had an activist conference where all big activist groups came together. Now, he acknowledged BLM as an activist group. Joe did, in fact, do that. Guess who he did not invite to the table? BLM. Now, they requested to have a meeting with Kamala and Joe 30 days prior to that activist conference. 
Meaning they had a whole month to send them an invite. They didn't do it. Why is that? Well, you gave us $7 million, something like that, to our, our lovely campaign. We used you. We're good. Thank you, though. But we don't need to acknowledge you at this table. Y'all, why? Why? And why Why is anyone shocked? Why, why was that a huge thing? Oh, my gosh, they didn't invite us. We're enraged. Why? The woman is known for mass incarceration of black people. The man was for segregation. And y'all want to sit here and act shocked when they didn't invite a black activist group to the table. So right now, y'all, when you see these people coming at you saying, oh, he lost, he lost, he lost. I'm not really concerned as to whether Trump lost or not. I'm concerned for the American people. Regardless of what side you're on, regardless of what gender you are, regardless of what color you are, I am concerned for the American people. And the people right now that feel real tough because they think they won something, the people that are for censorship because it's not their narrative being censored, just wait. Wait it out. Wait it out, y'all. For those of you who have not watched The 100, (laughs) and I, I, I hate to bring in TV and all that, but for real. Some things that y'all might want to go watch right now, and you will feel differently watching them. The 100, the Divergent series, The Hunger Games. Just go watch those and just, just Red Dawn, the new one. Go, go watch it. And then let me know how it made you feel. It's a bit different when you see very severe aligning patterns in today's Hollywood with actual life. And I'm not talking like a, oh, warm fuzzy. I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) This is happening right now. Literally right now in our nation. I'm currently watching 100. It's a fantastic show. And it's, it's, I, the first three episodes I'm watching, I'm like, okay, I feel like this foreshadowing shit, the Simpsons been doing it for a long time. All right. We we need to cut the shit. All right. Who's got the the blueprints on this shit? Who's telling the future over here? I'd like to know. Because if we could have a heads up before this shit happens, it'd be cool. We could take these a little bit more seriously. They're literally giving us the warning signs. But, uh, anywho, this is going to be a shorter one tonight, y'all. I just wanted you to know I'm still here. I'm standing with you. I understand your frustration. I understand your pain. I understand your rage. There's a lot to come. And, uh, you know, my Texans are prepped. I know my South. If you're listening not from the South, you could be prepped too. But I know for a fact my southern brothers and sisters, y'all are ready to go. Um, I think we're all, if, if we had to go into factions, we're going to be our own damn faction. We're going to be perfectly fine. Texas is going to team up with Alabama, Georgia. We might consider Oklahoma, you know, if we're feeling nice that day. I think we'll be A-OK. So if anyone's listening that personally does not like my narrative, well, tough titties. But I'll tell you what. When the day comes that we're right, and we will be, as I said, this is going to go one of two ways. This is either going to be a giant shit show, or we're just going to forget about this shit. And if it does turn into a giant shit show, do not come knocking on my door asking to use my ammo. That shit's fucking expensive. Real fucking expensive. Okay? And I will share it with my fellow American, but if you've been telling me for the past year that, oh, this is bad, you don't deserve this, I'm going to come take your gun, nuh-uh, you don't get to reap. The benefits of what I have sowed. Because, no, mm-mm. 
No, sir. So just remember that. Feel real tough right now, but your best buddies might be the ones you've been hating on for a little while. I want to rethink that strategy. I want to rethink that strategy. But anyway, I love y'all. I hope y'all are having a great day. Whatever you're doing today, whether you're going to work and listening to this, whether you're laying in bed, about to go to sleep, I appreciate your support. Hang in there, America. You got to bump you right ahead of us, but I love y'all. I will catch y'all 